today on Transforming Lives. How the Japanese will refuse to sell them food. In fact, when they were eating in the restaurant, some of them would come and even spit in their food. And they were, they were mistreated. And so this young man, growing up, his mom died when he was very young. Growing up and seeing these kind of atrocities, he decided that he did not want to become a Christian. Because he saw all the, 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 uh, the suffering that they were going through, and they were experiencing poverty, and he wanted to get out of that, get out of poverty, and make something for himself. And so he focused on his education. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. 50,000 persons came to uh, um, the crusade and more than 15,000 people gave their lives to Christ. It is so powerful that we can believe God and trust God to do a work in our hearts and in our lives. We need to believe Him. We need to know that God is Jesus wants us to do His work. And we can trust Him. We can go to the Scriptures and ask God to use us. I mean, God has been faithful to using men and women all through history. And we can ask God to use us to bring salvation to the people that we come in contact with. As we look at this particular passage, it is important for us to give you some background concerning uh, 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 um, the, 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 the context of this, 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 this uh, 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 lesson that we are about to, to, to teach on this beginning this, this today. Amen. Uh, first and foremost, you need to know that the Gospel of Matthew furnishes its readers with the teaching of Jesus Christ. It makes the, 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 the message of God effective. It, it shares to, to its readers, Matthew was written by, by the, the uh, uh, Apostle Matthew to the Jews. And he was trying to show the Jews that Jesus Christ was the Jewish Messiah that was recorded in the Old Testament. And he was telling them that the gospel is not only limited to just the Jews, but God, Jesus proclaimed the gospel so that the entire world can experience the effect of the gospel. He presented the ministry of Jesus in five different sections of narrative. He showed how Jesus would demonstrate his works through miracles, and then Jesus would teach, sharing about discipleship and, and ministry, and how Jesus will reveal to the people through precepts and examples concerning what to do as a disciple. And even in this passage, as we show, this is a connection between the passage from uh, Matthew chapter uh, um, 8 all the way to Matthew chapter 11, that Jesus was teaching his disciples by showing them precepts and examples concerning how to follow God and what to do. And then when we can't come to Matthew chapter 29, I mean, to 9 verse 35, the Bible says Jesus was moved with compassion because he saw the multitude. He saw the people that they were helpless. 
They were without a, a, a shepherd. They were scattered. They were harassed. And Jesus said to the disciples, Truly the harvest is plentiful. The harvest is plentiful. But the laborers are few. Jesus is inviting us into his harvest. Jesus is calling us to, 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 to partner with him to reap the harvest. He said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. The workers are few. There is no uh, 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 problem with the harvest. There is a problem with the workers. God is saying, I need workers for my harvest. And thank God that we can answer that, that, that call to say to God, God, use me as an answer to your call, as a harvester to bring in the harvest. We are living in a day that things are very uncertain. People are dying. With the COVID-19, people are dying by the thousands. And we are the ones who God has called as instruments, as his church, to rescue them from death, from hell, and bring them into the kingdom. And we can believe God and trust God that God can use us to share this gospel with them. You see, God is depending on you, and God is depending on me. Jesus is depending on us to take this gospel. That Paul said, it is the power of God unto salvation to take it to those that are dying and they are hurting. To take the healing power of God to those who are hurting. To take the miraculous power of God to, walk, or to those who do not know their way. To take God's love to those who need Him the most. Jesus wants us to take the gospel to people and we can make, make ourselves available and trust Him that He can use us. There is a story that Randy Clark shared concerning a friend of his by the name of Nabu Tanaka. He shared that um, uh, uh, um, Nabu was his roommate in college. And um, this young man um, had influenced him so much and he had such, such a zeal for God. But one day as they were in the room studying the preacher, he saw how the Japanese were refused to sell them food. In fact, when they were eating in the restaurant, some of them would come and even spit in their food. And they were, they were mistreated. And so this young man, growing up, his mom died when he was very young. Growing up and seeing these kind of atrocities, he decided that he did not want to become a Christian. Because he saw all the, 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 uh, the suffering that they were going through. And they were experiencing poverty. And he wanted to get out of that get out of poverty and make something for himself. And so he focused on his education. He studied and he became the valedictorian of his class. He, by the time he graduated from high school, he was the valedictorian of his class. And then also he got, gained a, a, a scholarship 
fully paid scholarship to medical school um, and also with a stipend. And so he had everything that he had and all he needed to do was to sign the scholarship letter, accept the scholarship, and then he was on his way to college. But be between that time when he was 19 years old, he went to his father's church on a Wednesday night. And while he was there, the Spirit of God began to speak to him. And the Spirit of God said to him, Will you give me your life? And he did not want to hear that. Because he knew that giving God his life meant that he could not go to uh, medical school anymore. He was, he was going to go into the ministry and he did not want to do that. And so the Spirit of God began to talk his, on his heart, to give his heart. And the, 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 the father was the one who was ministering. Um, they, had, they were taking the offering and the offering uh, basket was going around. And as the offering basket came in front of him, Nabi had his scholarship paper right in front of him. And he took his scholarship paper from his pocket and put it into the offering basket. And he said yes to God. That night, he gave his heart to Christ. When he gave his heart to Christ, he did not have anything that were poor. And so whatever money he could come across, he was able to collect it and pay his way, one-way ticket to Hiroshima in order of a village at a place to preach the gospel. He went there with one-way ticket and there was no port there, there was no car, there was no airport, so a boat had to take him, but there was no big dock for the boat to stop, so they had to call a fishing boat to get him for him to get to the island. And when he went to the island, he went and found the most visible place he stood up and he began to preach the gospel. As he began to preach the gospel, there, um, there was a young, stuff, uh, a young man who saw him and they began mad at him, angry at him, and they ran to him and they began to beat him up. And as they were beating him up, one of them stabbed him in his, his abdomen and all left him for dead. Because Christianity was not popular, many of the uh, passers by were angry at him and so they would kick him and they would curse him and say all kinds of things and spit him. And then a good Samaritan took him and carried him to their house and began to nurse him for him to be healed. And while he was being healed, he spent time praying and fasting and seeking the face of God and asking God for the people, the salvation of the people on the island. He prayed and asked God and he told God, he said, God, if, I can't, if, I, if, if I'm healed and, and be able to recover, I will preach your gospel. I want these people to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus because that's the only answer and the only solution to their problem of poverty and lack. And so after he got healed, he went right back to the same old place where he was stabbed. And he opened his mouth and he began to preach the gospel. This time, the same young man saw him and as they were coming, running to uh, uh, overpower him again, the power of God came upon them and uh, uh, broke over them, and they froze in their, their stride. With great conviction, they gave their hearts to Christ. And revival hit that small place. And many people came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When he was about to leave, uh, an old 
woman who had been saving her money to go to Tokyo came and gave him some money in a, 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 a napkin and said, I want you to have this for you to use as a seed to start the work in, in the big city. He knew her that she was poor. He knew that she had been saving because it, it was, she had said it over and over that she was saving money to go to the big city so that she can be able to see Tokyo before she died. But he said to her, I can't take it. But she begged him. She pleaded with him and asked him to, 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 to take the money because she was on her way down to the New Jerusalem because she had been born again and she did not want to go to the city anymore because she has experienced Jesus. Church, I want to let us know that it is powerful for us to trust God and to allow God to do His work in our hearts. We can believe Him, we can trust Him, and we can allow God to use us as instruments. Jesus intended that the preaching of the gospel be accompanied with healing the sick and casting out devils. Jesus intended that minister, preaching the gospel and performing signs, wonders, and miracles become normative, normal in our daily life. God does not want us to compartmentalize our lives. He wants us to avail ourselves to Him and allow Him to work in and through our lives. Matthew, in, in, in his book, emphasized that the healing of the sick brought people to Jesus. And because they brought people to Jesus, Jesus was able to touch them and their lives were changed. Jesus pulled the crowd to him because people's needs were met. Their sick were healed. Their uh, 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 blind saw. Those who were dead were raised. Amen. Jesus ministered to the needs of the people. And we too can position ourselves to minister to the needs of people. We can trust God. We can allow God to work in us. Jesus treated healing and miracles as if they were normal activities of all that he did. Because he did that, he empowered us as his church to do the same. Jesus has given us the commission to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to share the gospel, to cast out devils, to cleanse the lepers. And he said, freely you receive, freely give. We can surrender our hearts to God and become instruments that God can use. Freely, God has given us salvation. Freely, we can give salvation to others also. We can be instruments, His hands, His feet. We can share His love, His compassion, His grace, His uh, mercy, the desires of God. We can uh, stand against the works of darkness to eliminate the plans of the devil 
um, the demonic forces that the devil wants to put in people's life. We can stand against sickness and disease. We can cast them out. We can plead the blood of Jesus and we touch the lives of people and our people will be healed and come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We can show people that God loves them and that God wants their best. That God wants their lives to be changed. If you are listening to me right now, I want to let you know that God loves you and that God wants your life changed. This is, we are in a, 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 the last of the last time. Amen. There are a lot of uncertainties around us. Why don't you give your heart to God and enlist in God's army to take this gospel, this beautiful gospel, this hopeful gospel to those who are dying. Church, this is our portion. We are harvesters. We are, are, are called by God to carry out this great commission that he has given unto us. And Jesus demonstrated, and I will show you as we go through this study, this, this series, we'll show you how Jesus taught the disciples by precepts and examples, how he shared, how he wants us to live our lives, how he wants us to believe him, how he wants us to trust him, how he wants us to give ourselves and pay the price so that people can come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. He's here. He wants to heal you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to make you his own. And if you will give your heart to him, if you will open your life to him, you can be your child. And then he wants to send you as his partner to go and do the same thing that he has done. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, Jesus went about all the cities and villages, villages, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospels of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest that he may send laborers to the harvest. That's what Jesus wants us to do. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he may send laborers into the harvest. Will you be a laborer? Will you be a, a, a harvester? Will you stand? Will you say, Jesus, yeah, I send me? Will you trust God to empower you and give you the, the, the grace to do that which he wants to do. I'll show you in this series as we go about. We teach it, we believe it, we trust it, and we apply the principles and allow God to touch your life. Let's stand to our feet. Let's take a few minutes and just talk to God right now. Open your mouth and pray. Ask God to do a work in your heart. And do a work in your life. Make you a harvester. He said, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Let's talk to God. Take a few minutes. Talk to Him. Father, we lift you up. We, we yield. We say yes to you, Lord. We say yes to you. We say yes to you, God. Have your way in our hearts. Have your way in our hearts. Make us your own. We yield to you. 
We bless you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. We pray, Holy Spirit, for your anointing to break forth over our lives, to heal, to deliver, to set us free, to make us all that you want us to be. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your love, for your faithfulness. We bless you. Oh, yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. What a wonderful God you are. We, 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 we are depending on you. We are depending on you. Touch us, Lord. Let our lives count. Let this community experience the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus, do a work in us. Do a work in us. Do a work in us. We pray for your heart of compassion. We pray for your love. We pray for your, your, your anointing. We pray, Jesus, that you will touch us. We give you all the glory. All the glory. All the praise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you are here this morning and if you are watching online um, and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to give you the opportunity to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. The Bible tells us that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. And God wants you to come into the saving knowledge of Jesus. And if you can ask him to come into your heart, you will be saved. Church, join us. Let's pray. If you are believing, if you want to give your heart to Christ, say this with me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for me. Lord, I give you my heart. Come into my heart. Make me your own. I choose to follow you all the days of my life. Lord, going forward, I want to serve you. I want to be your partner to bring others to you. Friend, if you've prayed that prayer, you are born again. We want to encourage you to get in a good Bible-believing church. And if you are living in this Washington metropolitan area, we want to encourage you to come and visit with us. Amen. And this is who Also, I just want to release the healing power of God right now over you. If you are sick in your body, just put your hands to the place that you are feeling sickness and disease, and we want to release the healing power of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the healing power of God right now in Jesus' name over your people. I curse every sickness and every disease. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus, by the authority of Jesus. Oh, Father, come, touch these people's life. Heal them now in the name of Jesus. Let your anointing rest upon them. I release the power of God over them. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your healing. Heavenly Father, bless their lives. Make them your own. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now we'll come. Let's sing. And then we'll get ready to take communion. Then we go with them tomorrow, Tuesday, after that. Oh, okay. You want to pray? Okay. Yeah. I don't want to pray for you. Okay. You come. Let's let's pray. Go for them. Mm-hmm. Come on, girl. Guys. Come back. Come in, Ghana. Togo. Yes, go. Oh, I'm not sure.
Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. So please write or email us at Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. It is 305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309 or admin at com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night, our Bible study at 8 p.m. And Friday at 8 p.m., our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you. God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm-hmm.